you didn't mute me in time. I finally <laughs> got to bomb. I finally got to bomb out loud. Woohoo! Welcome back to Home for Hallmark. It's where all the Hallmark homies live. Family-friendly content right here. <laughs> you know it. Well, Molly, I'm very, my fault, I'm very sorry that we're running behind today. Well, you should be. Well, I was a little distracted. Yeah, you got de- totally derailed today, didn't you? Well, But for a good reason, for a very Christmassy reason? Sure. Okay, so tell us about it. You've been so secretive about it. <laughs> well, last year my Christmas tree was up at this point. Yeah, well, yeah. And I was feeling very grinchy not having my Christmas tree up. So I had to go get a new one because you go big or go home. Absolutely. So I, I was ready to upgrade. I didn't realize that I was going to spend about three and a half hours at Lowe's today. <laughs> what? <laughs> Walking to up. pick out a tree? Walk up and down the uh, the aisles of the fake Christmas trees. Mm. And I stumbled upon a woman who walked up and said, oh, I'd love to have one of those in my house. Pointed at a 12-foot tree. Mm-hmm. Made a joke about the fact that she couldn't put it in her attic and wouldn't know where to put it. And turned to the other elderly woman that she was with and said... You know, Sheila, I told my husband I'm saving up for a, a balsam hill tree. And, Ooh. you know, but God, that's more than a thousand bucks. And I slowly turned my head and I said, sounds like you've been watching too many Hallmark movies. <laughs> and when I tell you, this woman turned right back at me with her eyes open and said, I am a Hallmarky. She said, I, I met a real life Hallmarky She today. called herself a Hallmarky? She called herself a Hallmarky. <gasps> no way. Proceeded to tell me that her husband had recently changed their cable plan and she lost Hallmark movies and mysteries, oh, but kept Paramount because she had to have her Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. <laughs> I will tell you, she was a true Hallmarky. She started, <laughs> I, I am not kidding when I tell you, she started bashing the CE, the old CEO oh. that was recruiting all of these Hallmark actors to go Ooh. over to GAC. Wow. Um, so she was a true Hallmarky. Well, you didn't tell you didn't tell the name of our podcast, right? She'll hate us. No. <laughs> <laughs> she, we, she was too close to home. She, yeah. Too close to home. <laughs> You don't want to run into her again at Lowe's and have her like <laughs> stab you with a yeah. snowflake ornament. I think we've got a lot to talk about oh, today. Oh, so much to talk about. So should we just jump in? Let's talk about it. Molly, I, I know you love the this. You love these things. What are they? I don't know. Cats? Yeah. We have a guest, Molly. <laughs> oh, guests! I love guests. <laughs> we have a guest but today, all, but but not in real life. No, yeah. but it's because we we. I made didn't clean it, my house. We've made it internationally. Well, I heard that. I mean, we have like actual listeners in other countries, right? Well, I think we're. She's actually doing us a favor. Well, obviously. <laughs> but we stumbled upon this season, uh, season two of Home for Hallmark. We stumbled upon a very crafty um, fellow Hallmark Instagram page called at eggnog underscore and chill. Is that right, Emma? Yeah, that's right. So we are joined from Australia. Ooh, oh, that was a really Australia bad accent. Land. That was a bad accent. I know mine's real bad too. This is some kind of British That just thing. sounds like Cockney. I know. It's not yeah. right. <laughs> anyway, Emma, <laughs> welcome from, what part of Australia are you from? I'm in Brisbane in Queensland. And Aww. what time is it there? What's the time difference? It's the future. It's actually there. 11.30 in the morning on Monday. Yes. So I'm in the future. She's from the future. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a good Which is an actual line in my movie. There you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the future. <laughs> well, Emma, first of all, thank you so much. Um, we're Thanks really for having me. Of course, we're really excited um, 
to have someone give us a different perspective a little bit of us talking beforehand you sort of mentioned you know the lengths that you go to 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 get access to these movies can you tell us just a little bit about that (laughs) yeah so they're nearly impossible to watch in australia so i have a vpn that i pay for and i have a subscription to friendly tv that i pay for as well just to watch hallmark movies Wow. Well, I think In after particular, this Hallmark Christmas movies. Right. Well, I think after this Hallmark, Hallmark, you owe Emma oh. a, a free VPN subscription. <laughs> Absolutely. Friendly TV. Absolutely. Yeah. Four ninety nine. You can afford it. Free what advertising. Yeah. <laughs> so, Emma, what made you uh, start watching Hallmark Christmas movies? <sighs> I don't even really know, to be honest. Uh, it's been going for a long time. I used to have to watch them through like YouTube and stuff like that. But um, my sisters and I sort of started watching crappy movies as we called it um you know terrible movies and we made it like a drinking game out of it you know, oh yeah really obvious happened we would just you know have a drink and stuff so it became kind of a tradition for a couple of my sisters and I to just watch these crappy movies um around Christmas time um but then I just kind of started to really get into them. <laughs> it sucked me in that I just kind of got, you know, slightly obsessed with them and just started watching them all and started an Instagram account. So I've gone, I've gone a little bit further than my sisters. They just still watch the occasional one and now I'm the obsessed one. Well, it's so funny. You know, last week, Molly and I were talking about the fact that I have a philosophy that Hallmark makes a roster each year and they just draw random names of the actors and, you know, <laughs> mash them together. But to, to your point, Emma... I find that when I'm thinking about it, I can go back and I can have a recollection of, oh, he was in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a weird, it's a weird world. I wasn't quite aware of the Hallmark world until I started my Instagram account. And then there's this whole, yeah, it's, it's a weird world to be a part of, but yeah, I'm I'm in now and I can't get out. (laughs) Same with us. We feel that. Um, yeah, all my friends and family know the next, you know, like six weeks and stuff, weekends, I'm out. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm watching Hallmark movies. <laughs> well, I, it's funny you say that because just before this, uh, my friend called me from DC who hadn't, you know, we talk regularly who I hadn't talked to in about a month. And her first thing to me was, did you start your podcast again? And I was like, yeah, we actually did. So. Yeah, we did. Which well, yeah, is, like right? for me, it's hard because. Like we're in opposite weather here. So I'm watching these Christmas movies on winter and they're drinking hot cocoa and eggnog <laughs> and I'm sitting in like, you know, 30 degree, well, Celsius weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's beach weather. It's beach weather for you. Yeah. <laughs> My well, sister and I used to put the air con on and close all the doors so we'd get cold so we could drink eggnog and watch, <laughs> watch the movies. <laughs> feel like, I feel like a fraud. I'm a hallmarky. <laughs> Brad, we are frauds. We are. I hate to, die, I don't, hate to tell I you. I don't know what we're doing in this world. <laughs> you're in now. You can't get out. No. <laughs> There's no way out. So, Emma, as a, I mean, you're a self-professed hallmarky. Mm-hmm. Who who are some of your favorites? Who, who what are you lo- what are you looking forward to most this season? I was a bit worried there wasn't going to be an Andrew Walker Christmas movie. He is my absolute favorite hallmark actor. It's crazy that I have favorite Hallmark actors, I but I, say, do. I don't. Molly, do you know, do you know who that is? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking him up right now. Okay, Andrew. One, one moment. Yeah, yeah. Once you know him, you know him. He's just really good. He just has this natural way of have, getting chemistry with all of the actresses. Because, well, like you said, they just pair them up with random people, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Oh, he's got some chemistry but, with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I see that. I see that. <laughs> yeah, so he's one of my favorites. But he's got one coming out next weekend, which. I didn't realize he did. So I'm nice. excited about that. Yeah. And I do love um, Lacey Chabert. 
Danica McKellar was a favorite, but she's she's gone. She's yeah. gone. She's dead to she's us. She's left us. Yeah. So Danica's yeah, no dead more. to Emma. Yeah, she's out. <laughs> she's out of my favorites list. <laughs> Emma, we've invited you here today because, as a fellow "quote unquote" Hallmarky, we appreciate the fact that you enjoy kind of digging into the uh, quirkiness of some of these movies. <laughs> yes. And this weekend, we were blessed with a gingerbread miracle. <laughs> I can't even say it, a gingerbread miracle. It doesn't even make any sense. The title no. alone. And the poster as well. She's sitting on a giant stack of gingerbread. We should have we should have known when we saw the poster. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Emma. <laughs> so a man and an old high school friend try to sell his uncle's business, a Mexican bakery that's famous for magical gingerbread cookies that Grant wishes. So, Emma, do you know off the top, I know what their character names are, but it sounds like you know them, the actors much better. Do you know who was in this movie? Yeah, so it's Merritt Patterson. Okay. Who's been in lots of Hallmark movies before. Um, and John Ecker, but I think he, this is his first Hallmark movie. We've got Maya. Maya is our heroine in this movie. She's been living in Xavier, Colorado for the last two years with her parents after a tumultuous breakup with her ex-fiance, Devin. And she gets hired by Louise, who owns <laughs> Casillas Panaderia. Panaderia. Now, Emma, I don't know about you. I I texted Molly last night. I said, this could, this could have been a drinking game for the amount of times that they said that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like Absolutely. You'd be drunk after the first five minutes. But yeah. <laughs> His wife, his wife, well, that's a possibility. Tia Julie has died. And now there's just no magic left in the bakery. He's enlisted her to help facilitate a, a, a real estate contract. In that scene, she is given a magical gingerbread cookie in the shape of a red briefcase. The tradition of kind. Castilla's panaderia <laughs> mm -hmm. is that if a cookie is made specifically for you, mm -hmm. that you're allowed to grant a wish on it. So all we know is Maya makes her wish on her red briefcase gingerbread cookie. Now we meet Alex, <laughs> Alex Castillas, who is the nephew of Louise and who's a big time New York attorney uh, working through the end of the year, waiting for a contract or a, an agreement of some sort to be finalized, um, where he misses his birthday with his oh. um, unnamed girlfriend who hands him a, <laughs> a bag of cold rigatonis. And that he eats. That he up. eats. Like, <laughs> this is like he missed the night before uh, and she oh. gave she gave him the takeout. Also, Emma, can we just talk about the fact that he showed up to her house with a poinsettia as an apology? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do, would, that, would that work with either of you? No, no, it was a very fake looking one too. So definitely no. I'm sure they meant for it to look real, but it did not look real. It also did not look like an apartment, an actual apartment. It looked like, like they were in an office oh, building. Oh, I thought they were in some office building. Yeah, I thought he was at work at yeah. first. Yeah, <laughs> not visiting the door. I mean, well, because the doors were about six inches apart. So he gets home. He's he's very brooding in this movie. Mm. He, yes. kind of, he kind of has a t tantrum. For oh, most of it. Goody. I love those. But what we do learn is that he has a secret love for cooking, whips himself up a plate of shrimp fajitas. Oh, and okay. Takes a bite and they're great. He doesn't uh, use half the ingredients, by the way. Yeah, no. So, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's chopped up a lot of ingredients. 
and he's only really sprinkled them. Well, Emma, it's because something. he had a two-person HelloFresh meal. <laughs> <laughs> so he only needed half the ingredients. It's Alex's birthday. It's, he's returning the call. Yeah, he's re- yeah. So he misses a call from his uncle and he calls back and Maya answers the phone. And immediately he knows who it is. Oh, Maya, it's great to hear from you. What are you doing there? How does he know who she is? Well, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... Okay. So they, they sprinkle a little mystery there. A little right mystery. Right at the very beginning. Right. Okay, got it. Alex inquires, what are you doing there? And she says, oh, well, your uncle hired me to help him sell his bakery, to which Alex was had no idea. Now, Alex is flying down to so from New York right before Christmas, flying to Colorado because mm-hmm. he wants to be involved. He, he wants to have a say and help his uncle sell this uh, panaderia. <laughs> so we meet Maya's friend, Brooke runs into Maya outside of the panaderia and says that she was just going to the only veterinarian in town that knows how to handle her cat, Ginger Fluff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, okay, okay. I have so many things I'm not going to say. And I I want points for that. Good. I want points for that. Yes. (laughs) Ginger Fluff, got it. Okay, um... (laughs) You gotta take your ginger fluff to the vet. So okay. we meet Ian Lewis as the veterinarian, and him and Brooke are crushing hard on each other. I would say the official meet cute, mm-hmm. and Emma, maybe you have a different take on this, was when they're at the tree lot, yep. and um, Maya and her sister Sydney, her younger sister Sydney, um, are there with their dog Dasher. <laughs> when Dasher spots a stray cat and bolts off, and you know because Hallmark characters like to walk backwards. Alex and Maya, Alex and Maya, you know, are just in chaos and bump into each other. Okay. I walk backwards a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It goes really well for me every time. So we find out, and then we're going to fast forward a lot through this. We find out that Alex and uh, Maya used to work together in the Castillas Panaderia when they were 16 years old. Oh, got it. Maya had the hots for Alex. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We find out that she wrote him a love letter. And when she didn't hear from him, she went off to send a, a semester abroad in France. To nurse her broken heart. Where she created a fake boyfriend <laughs> named Jean-Pierre. By the way, I just want Did the both. Really? I swear to God. I just want the both of you to know <laughs> that I took French in middle school. <laughs> and when I took French, the teacher, we had to have fake French names. And was yours Jean-Pierre? Uh, mine was Jean-Pierre. <laughs> It's a full circle, guys. Full, full circle. circle. Full circle. All of your dreams have finally come true. Yeah. So it's the the fake boyfriend that was that was her cover <laughs> because he didn't respond to the love letter. They've got all these buyers, all these interested buyers. So Maya hires her sister Sydney, which this was the stupidest thing. She comes. Hi, I need you to come down and take photos of the the panaderia. So her sister comes down with her literally her Polaroid camera. Let's say took like six pictures. And, oh, those are great. They're beautiful. <laughs> and there's this one picture in particular that everybody is in love with is, Emma, did we ever know who whose hands those were? No, I don't think so. so. It was just random hands It was, hands it was this, this, it was hands. this hand, hands kneading like a ball of dough. <laughs> That's going to sell your bakery. <laughs> and it was like really- up- That was one of the photos? That was the photo that they, yeah. like on the listing. In black and white. You know, there's well. got to be someone who has some kind of a fetish for that. A black, would- yeah, a black. <laughs> Oh no! Well, we find out that picture gets sold. Somebody buys a copy of it. This is where we are introduced to Jacques Hubert, who's different than Jean Pierre. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Don't get them confused. He's a he's a French (laughs) French baker. Okay. 
Hi, Maya Owens. We exchanged emails. Right, of course. Hi. Hi. Oh, uh, this is... Alejandro Casillas. You can just call me Alex. So, are you the owner? No, my uncle owns it, actually. He's consulting on the sale. Wonderful. Except for losing a part of my child. It is wonderful. Yeah. So, did we have a meeting scheduled? No. Sorry, I'm being a little presumptuous. It's just, uh, I was so impressed by those photos. Especially that one with the hands. My sister's the photographer. She's really good. Anyhow, I was over-visiting some friends in Littleton, so I thought I'd swing by and see the place in person. Where do you live? Downtown Denver, so not too far. That's where my patisserie is. Right. Patisserie? It's a French bakery. No, I know, I, I know what it is. Jacques owns Jacques Patisserie. They specialize in... The French pastries, but this is a panaderia, so it's a Mexican bakery. No, I know, but bakery is a bakery, right? No, not really. Well, in the sense that all the equipment's already in place, yes, absolutely. Can you excuse us for a second? Of course. What are you doing? We can't sell that guy. Why? He's too pretty. <sighs> That's ridiculous. I'm telling you, Maya, I got a vibe. <sighs> because he's gorgeous? Oh, so you think he's gorgeous. <laughs> You just said he's too pretty. Yeah, it's different when I say it. It's irrelevant either way. Look, I happen to know he has exceptional credit. <laughs> so, Emma, I just have to ask, and this is no disrespect to the actor that plays this character, but would you identify him by any means as gorgeous or too pretty? No, not at all. <laughs> well, don't hold that. He's not bad looking. He's, he's a regular looking guy. Yeah, but, he's but just... No reason for Alex to be intimidated, intimidated by this guy. Not at all. He's definitely a mama's boy, by the way. Oh. He carries her he's purse. He's a pretty mama's boy. Oh, okay. No, he's just a mama's boy. Take out the first part. One of the things that I actually appreciated um, was learning about a tradition called posada. Mm -hmm. It's a relatively religious um, ceremony, and they didn't shy away from it, which was, I actually think out of all of the Hallmark movies we've watched in the last two years, it, was pro it probably had the most religious element because they were essentially praying. And what Posada is, it's this window of time between December 16th and December 24th. Mm -hmm. and it was the nine nights that uh, Mary and Joseph were looking for a place to give birth. Oh, And so it's a, it's a celebration as they, you know, they migrated, you know, door to door. Wow. That's actually very, very cool. And I thought that they did a nice yeah, job. Yeah, it was cool. I thought they yeah. did a nice job outside of the fact that they had one gentleman that knew how to carol in um, Spanish. And then the 30 <laughs> extras that they had in the background stood there with candles and their mouths did not move. But what, what we heard was a full <laughs> choir singing. So yeah. <laughs> as they're walking down the streets. Oh, Hallmark, come on. Is that that hard to do? This is the second week the, we've seen some terrible. The best part, there was, it was subtitled. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm getting the meaning of what they're singing. But then Hallmark put up their banner for what's coming up next week. So I didn't oh, get to see any of the subtitles. Oh. The only <laughs> subtitles in the entire movie. Emma, Emma oh. got the first, the first verse. <laughs> the first Something yeah. about Virgin yeah. Mary. <laughs> Yeah, and then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I have oh. no idea what you're talking about now. Another Hallmark fail. So they get to the great Posada Christmas party, which uh, Maya's mom has planned, which is really like a cheese board and a bowl of, <laughs> I don't know, sangria. The real clencher here was right at the end when Jacques walks in 
again, he's a true mama's boy. She turns to him and says, can you hold my purse? He then proceeds to go over to Maya and say, where can I put the purse? She says, I'll put it in the kitchen. Hey, Alex. Yeah. Who says this? Oh, that's mine. I had to do a quick doc review for work. Wait. You have a red briefcase? Yeah, I bought it as a birthday present to myself last year. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. I think they'll be here any minute. And when I tell you the look on that poor actress's face, you do? <laughs> She should have gone right to Denver. <laughs> this isn't going to last. No, no. I, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say this was clearly a women's briefcase. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like it the, even had like a little tassel thing yeah. or something on it. Like, it had like the chrome handle and. Oh, yeah. Very, very luxe. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. And then very, like, had he barely used it in that whole year as well? No, it was so, it was so shiny. Right condition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's going to happen to him if he walks down the street and, you know. In New York City? In New York City. He's going to get mugged. <laughs> <laughs> or bashed. <laughs> or something. Something's happening. It's still New York City. Maybe that's why. Maybe he, Emma, maybe he was embarrassed to use it in New York City. So this is the first time because yeah, he felt a yeah. little more, he felt a little more at home in his, his uncle's bakery to use his shiny red cherry leather briefcase. <laughs> I can really picture a small town in Colorado being very understanding. of. <laughs> so Emma, I don't know about you, but that's what I can say is again, the continued diversity that Hallmark is introducing this year, they are trying. They are trying yeah. to do it in our organic, you know, ways. This mm-hmm. was a little bit of a stretch, I think, in some some ways. Absolutely. Um, for example, um, Uncle Uncle Castilla's house. I don't know why. I don't think that this. I don't think this is an identity marker, but they decided that they were going to fill his house with exotic plants and cacti, and then decorate <laughs> decorate the that instead so he didn't have a a christmas tree yeah so he had like um the bakery itself the bakery itself yeah was very themed okay yeah they're just like mexican hats everywhere (laughs) okay sombreros on the wall (laughs) you know the 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 colorful flags that they hang from the streets yeah again we're talking about chemistry sounds like andrew walker we're gonna have to that's gonna be the one (laughs) because this is i think the second weekend in a row that they're really struggling, but really the briefcase. It, they, if they would have done that scene much sooner in the movie, I would have forgotten about it. It lives. It, it lives in your memory forever. Very. <laughs> well, that very sounds much. like it. I actually scene. laughed when she pulled it out. I was like, oh, that's the briefcase. Well, I thought she was, I thought she was going to, because she, the, the angle that they caught her, she's looking down at the desk. Like she's just discovered something life-changing like is there a mm. did he write her a letter back is there an a sub offer is you know so throughout the movie was she looking for a red briefcase never. was this ever any okay the cookie no, so the, at the very beginning she and got at a the cookie. very end she yeah <laughs> yeah so the briefcase was the catalyst mm. that helped her determine that alex was her christmas wish you know that is some really good screenwriting mm-hmm. <laughs> you, it really takes the, the the viewer on a journey there emma what do you have to say it was just a complete waste of time, really. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. Like so much happened, but nothing happened because 
where we started and where we ended was pretty much the same. Like Maya didn't get a new job. She just stayed doing what she was doing. Jacques didn't get a new bakery. He just kept the one he had. <laughs> Nothing happened. She did find her one true love, I suppose. <laughs> you, we suppose. And they can share briefcases. <laughs> how, was, how was the kiss for you? Do you know what? It's actually one of the better kisses, I thought. I thought so too. I, I thought th- it was more him though. They went in for a second one too. They did. Actually, they, they did. broke apart. Oh. He asked her on a date and then they went in for another one. Wow. Which I like that he asked her on a date too. Like he didn't profess his love for her and you know, well, ask her to marry him or anything. He just said, do you want to go on a date? So on a snowflake ranking, Emma, what would you give this movie out of five? Oh, like 1.5. Oh yeah. Same. Oh yeah. She's my kind of group. Same. She's my kind of, wow. 1.5. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It's the it, last week I watched Harmony and Christmas this oh. move, this movie had as many things going on, but mm-hmm. did nothing. Act, to Emma's point, nothing actually happened. Nothing panned out. Whereas last nothing. week there were forty storylines, and you weren't sure what the movie was actually about. <laughs> <laughs> Record labels. That one was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Emma, it has been a pleasure. Yes, thank you so much. So nice no, to talk to you. someone who is. Um, aligns with us a little bit yeah 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 <laughs> who loves to hate hallmark movies but just ever so slightly yeah i have such a love hate relationship with hallmark and i think that's the most healthy way to be uh, yes i think yeah. if you are devoted and i think i think if you can't see like the genuine goodness that they're trying to create yeah. with these movies and they really are they really are they, they are. are yeah so i think finding that happy balance <laughs> is is the perfect place to be so Emma, tell everybody where we can find you on social. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram and Twitter at eggnog underscore n underscore chill. And like chill. me, <laughs> follow me. <laughs> like her, follow her. Eggnog and chill. That's <laughs> Just think of me drinking my eggnog in my air conditioned apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well, Emma, it's been great. Um, thank it's you. It's been a pl- my pleasure. No, it's been our pleasure. Our to- sincere pleasure. <laughs> um, I guess I think we're gonna have to find another movie to bring Emma back because she's a natural. Absolutely, yeah. I'll be watching them all, guys. I'm watching them all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. It was great. No, thank you. Okay, bye. 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 Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. I'm not even gonna fight it anymore. How though? Did you send her? Zoom is supposed to be private. I don't get it. Oh, hello. Hello. It's Charmy Gingerfluff here. Well, hello, Charmy. Hi, Charmy Gingerfluff. I am just living the life over here. I am at the Newport Beach Christmas Boat Parade. I'm eating cheese. I'm eating charm cutery. And I just thought that I would call you because I know that you two love Hallmark. Charm cutery. Okay. Okay. I hadn't... Everyone loves a good cheese board. Um, Charmy, how did how did you end up at uh, the Newport Boat Parade? Is that where you said you were? Well, well, I I was invited. I am a VIP guest of Hallmark because I'm their Christmas correspondent. What do you mean you're Hallmark's Christmas correspondent? That you were I'm, our. I'm, wow, she's got a promotion. Well, don't tell them I got promoted. <laughs> 
Well, you know what? You should be honored. It's a really big coincidence because I just watched a movie called Christmas Sale, and and there was a, a boat parade. So that's oh. yeah. I mean, that's quite a coincidence. So, are there some really cool floats? Because there weren't in my movie. Just oh you know. wow. Today's event is spectacular. The floats. There's a, a stuffed pig with like the Christmas apple inside. <laughs> There's um there's so. a float there's a float of SantaCon and it's featuring a bunch of drunk Santas. You know, I I think I see one throwing up now. Oh, oh. that's so charming. <laughs> oh. But all the Hallmark stars are here. Like oh, really? Who? Yeah, who? Oh, like Lacey Chabert and Andrew Walker. Oh. And I Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I heard that Santa might be making a surprise appearance on the biggest boat of the evening. It's called the Titanic. It's very, very big. It's not very Christmassy. I think it's going to have a hard time getting around that iceberg at the grand finale. <laughs> that could go very wrong very fast, Charmy. Well, well you just really, you, you're getting around, aren't you? I am getting around town. You know, you think that they'd be playing Christmas songs, but, but you know, I love the music that they're playing. There's a, oh. a lovely harpist playing that Enya song, a harpist named Enya playing the <laughs> Come Sail Away, Come Sail Away. Wow. I just love that song. Well, that's uh, very fancy. Very, very <laughs> fancy. It's very fancy. How, bi how big is the boat that you're on, Charmy? Oh, you know, I'm just sitting in a little life raft here, just watching all the big boats go by. Wait, hmm. I, I'm sorry, Hallmark? Hallmark puts you in a lifeboat? <laughs> oh, it's a very small town, charming. You know, like oh, Charmy. Yeah. Like uh, Charmy Gingerbush. You gotta stay oh, on. Ginger fluff. <laughs> gotta stay on brand, apparently. <laughs> apparently. Everything's charming. Oh, yeah. Charming, oh, charming. Yeah. Well, this sounds very, very exciting. Probably much more exciting than the boat parade on my movie, because it wasn't. Very exciting. There were three, three floats. How many floats have you seen? Oh, I don't think I can count that high. <laughs> Lots. Well, and then what's the finale? So you said there's Santa. Is there some other finale that's upcoming there that you know of? I think there's a firework finale. Oh, wonderful. Ooh. Oh, I just love fireworks. Oh, that's, that does sound like, oh. Oh. Oh, Oh, really? Close to the fireworks, Charmy. Are you okay? That's, yeah, you said. Oh, so, something smells like barbecue. Oh. Oh no! My oh, no. inflatable raft has a hole in it. Oh no, Charmy. I hope you're. Are you wearing a life vest? Char Charmy. Charmy, that. Oh. oh no. Oh. Charmy. Oh no. We've gone international. We, we, we've we've gone. sunk in a boat. <laughs> we, we didn't do anything. <laughs> it's a lunatic. I don't even know how she keeps getting our information. Well, and if if she has been hired by Hallmark, I expect a cut of that check. Well, I mean, and maybe it'll spice up movies like The Christmas Sale. Maybe a little, a little fiery boats. I'm not <laughs> sure. 
that's that's what uh, the Hallmarkies are looking mm, for. Okay. But you never know. I take it back. Okay. I take it back. So I guess it's my chance now to talk about Next Stop Christmas. So when I saw that Leah Thompson, who quite honestly, I hadn't seen since that time period. So that's what drew me to the story to begin with. And so I'll just dive right in. So we've got Angie, who's who's played very well, actually, by Lindsay Fonseca, considering the fact that the script is not good. And she's an overworked neurosurgeon in Manhattan. We... <laughs> We open up in a, an OR and there's a dude on the table with his butt in the air and she goes and does some surgery on him. And I'm not even kidding you. That's the opening scene. And so- Well, that she, sounds promising. <laughs> I was I was still hopeful at that point. And actually, you know, it's not that the, the film isn't bad at all. It's just not good, you know? So so she's in surgery, she comes out, she and her friend are gonna catch a drink. Well, it's, after that type of surgery, <laughs> I, I would- <laughs> When you have to do- butt surgery you definitely want but she comes out they go to a bar they run into um well first of all we, she gets a call from her family her mom leah thompson who's begging her to come home for christmas and she's oh i'm on call i don't think i can make it and and the sister's very sort of yeah well what's new about that and and there's a, a grandson who's or a nephew who's inexplicably named heinrich for some reason. Um, and so they're trying to get her to come for Christmas. She's not going to go for Christmas, but she's going to go to have a drink with her friend at the bar. And she runs into her lifelong friend, Ben, at the bar. And last time she saw him, he was going to be a family law attorney because everybody loves family law, not. Um, but he really wanted to be in family law. He ends up in corporate law. And then we find out that he had moved to Manhattan six months ago and hadn't told her. So it was basically just... So we had... Both of our movies had corporate attorneys in New York yes, City? Yes, exactly. Wow, that's that's upsetting. That's very creative. So she runs into Ben. She finds out that he's been in New York for ten or for six months and didn't call her. I mean, it sounds like she kind of deserves it since the way she treats her family. But anyway, so then she was off to catch the 1015 to Yonkers, which sounds like a movie title, the 1015 to Yonkers. I want to watch that movie. She gets there to buy her ticket. There's Christopher Lloyd in an old-timey conductor hat behind this weird looking window. I mean, all the rest of the windows have like, you know, the glass and the little speaker, the little round speaker. But he's in this old timey window with the bars. Like a gypsy box. Yeah, and the fun, exactly. <laughs> the fun, and she, and he sticks his hand out real creepy from the bar and you just see his little finger, like collar over, like he's a predator or something. So she goes and she buys her ticket and it's a golden ticket. And she, Not well, suspicious at all. No, well, she played it off. Well, it's probably just a holiday promotion, you know? So, and then she looks at it and it's this big gold and it says round trip. And she said, well, I only want one away, which is odd. Like, why? anyway, oh, well, it's no charge, darling. So she runs off to the train because she's last minute. But then she realizes that the time has turned back five minutes. So she's not going to miss the train. She falls asleep a couple of times in this movie. And she falls asleep like she's been roofied or like chloroformed. Or <laughs> she's just upright. She's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> one time, one time she's in her boyfriend, like kind of nestled in her boyfriend's, um, like under his arm. And it's like his armpit odor to put her out or something it's, it's really bad Gross. so she falls asleep on the 1050 goes to sleep wakes up on the polar express and there's christopher lloyd mm -hmm. and her former boyfriend who um proposed to her at christmas in 2011 so basically that's what sets the time for us right so she we know she was in 2021 she's back in 2011 with this boyfriend and we have kind of heard already in the film that 2011 was the last good Christmas she remembers. So it's the year before her parents broke up. It's the last year she and her sister were really close. It's, you know, it's the year that she realized all these things about her life or that her life was still really good, right? So so she's on her way to Sh uh, Shepherd's Ferry for Christmas 2011. And she looks at her train ticket and she realizes oh, the return 
the return trip is blank. It's just like blanked out. And Christopher Lloyd's there to explain to her that she has to fix something she screwed up in 2011 to ever get back to 2021. So the whole film is her trying to fix whatever it was that went wrong there. But what was it? Was it that she didn't say yes when Tyler asked her to marry her? Was it that she and her sister drifted apart? We don't know. Um, so that's the whole, basically the premise of the movie and her trying to find that other half of that ticket to fill out. So <laughs> we're on this goose chase and it's just very fragmented. There's no emotional buy-in. Um, one of the most awkward parts is her parents, now it's very common for, you know, when people have been married a long time, their kids grow up and move away, they, they kind of drift apart. I mean, divorce is very common at that age. So you see that happening with her parents, but she rescues their marriage with one dance at, at the Christmas party where her mom shows up in the same dress she was wearing. It's it's awful. Got it. Yeah. Getting to the love story part, white elephant gift exchange. Angie's sister had found an old gift in the attic. It was a, a jewelry box with Frosty on the front of it. And it had been a gift from Ben to Angie way back when- Was it a snowflake? Was there any? <laughs> no. Have you noticed that there's no snowflake? No snowflakes this year. Mm -mm. Mm, we turned them off snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> but Frosty's on there. <laughs> Apparently this was a gift from him back when she would have liked a candy bracelet because she pulls out a candy bracelet. So what is this? There, there may be eight to 11 maybe when you would have a candy bracelet. So apparently there's also a secret gift in that box that we don't know about yet. Is it candy panties? <laughs> that would have made this film more interesting. Well. But this time around, so Tyler asks her to marry him. She says, yes, that doesn't make the ticket round trip. Um, she's she saves her parents' marriage. That doesn't make the ticket round trip. She gets close with her sister again. Nothing is working. Um, this white elephant gift happens. And and then there's this sort of secret back and forth where Ben is drops this hint that it's a secret between him and Frosty. And then, of course, that's obviously the Frosty from the jewelry box, right? But we don't know what's going to, A, get her a round trip. And what is the secret with Frosty? until this point. I love Ben. The rest of us have known it for years. I'm surprised it took you this long to figure that out. All aboard. That's it. What? Oh my gosh. It wasn't you. It wasn't mom and dad. It wasn't even Ben. It was everyone. It was the whole package. It was the entire Christmas. I have to go. Go where? Angie, where? I have to find Ben. Well, he's probably still at Santa's village. Santa's village. North Pole, Merry Christmas! Hey, Ben, it's Angie. Listen, the return ticket is back. I, I'm leaving tonight. I mean, right now. Tonight? Why? Look, listen to me. I got the note, you know, the one Frosty was keeping from me. I thought you read that years ago. No, I never did. That's why I didn't know how you felt. How you feel? Oh, gosh, I really hope you still feel that way. Wait a second, I'm just going to say it. I love you, Ben. I always have. I guess it just took me a little Christmas magic to realize it. Where are you? The, the train is back. No, I'll be right there. Well, <laughs> you know, what came to mind there, well, first of all, so what she found, uh, there was a secret note. Well, so her sister had found the note and kept it a secret until. Why? Right. What's up with the parallels to these two movies? Right? The same thing happened yeah. with the secret letter and the sister revealing. Yeah. Okay, well, Hallmark, they, th so essentially we watched the same movie. We watched the same movie with slightly different. What sort of bakery was in yours? <laughs> mm, actually, there wasn't a bakery. Any dead people? Yes. Oh, okay, good. No, actually, that was Christmas. 
in the, in this movie, there was just a um, a divorced parents. But no, it, I mean, I guess Ben's family. We don't know what happened with Ben's family. He was adopted, so that could have been. There's, but no, in Christmas Sale, both of them had a dead parent. So the other thing, though, I was going to mention about mm-hmm. what that we just listened to. Yeah. I actually am not sure. I don't know that I've ever heard somebody profess their love for someone else. Do we hear I love you? I don't think so. Yeah. Not often. No, we'll, we'll, it'll be like, well, I didn't know you feel that way. I felt that way. Or I've always said, oh, you've always had my heart or right. stuff like that. Not no, a blatant just to I and love say, you. I love you. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's... <laughs> And it's not in response to a 20-year-old note or anything. Right. So, I mean, I guess it's good that she said, I hope you still feel that way. But, yeah, anyway. So then the train, the train goes off into the time portal. But so she goes off, she's back in the, and the part that, um, at the end of that phone call, that um, we didn't hear the rest of it, but at the end of that phone call, they make plans to meet on Christmas Eve in 2021. So 10 years later. At the very end of the film, she's in surgery again. She um she forgets what day it is and then she realizes oh my goodness I made plans ten years ago with Ben I've got to run to the so she goes and puts on this atrocious green dress with like one sleeve and she rushes off to the restaurant and this is the best line in the movie so she gets to the bar where there's also a restaurant or something and and she's an hour late and she says oh no are you guys closing and he's like yeah it's Christmas Eve and then you hear Ben in the corner saying well it's, you're only an hour late. The salads are getting cold. <laughs> but uh, And that's the end of the movie? Well, basically, yeah. We find out that apparently they've been together for the last 10 years in the alternate future. And then that's the end of the movie. <laughs> it was very weird. I don't know. But I mean, the one my main takeaway from this film is that Leah Thompson's acting has not improved in the last 35 years. She was a bad actress in 1985, and she's a bad actress now. The regular Hallmark, which I mean, it's a it's a recipe that works for them. Yeah, right. I mean, it was a it was it was confusing a little bit. It was there was not a lot of emotional buy in, but it wasn't horrible. There wasn't a lot of eye rolling or cringy. It just I just didn't care that much. So, how many uh, snowflakes would you give this? Mm. You know, it is better than the last one. It's better than the last one I watched. So, I'm gonna actually go ahead and give it two. I'm going to give it two snowflakes. Two snowflakes. Yep, yep. yep. And all of that is probably related to the salads getting cold. Salads getting cold? (laughs) Because I don't know. I don't want a warm salad. That does not sound sound good. Like a recipe for seduction. (laughs) I'm going to go get some hot cocoa. (laughs) Something. Something, man. I'm gonna go enjoy my new Christmas tree. You, you are already enjoying every break. He's going out to look at the Christmas tree. Well, you gotta. I gotta make sure it's the right angle, well, right. the right color. That all the lights are showing where they need to show. There's right. no dark spots. Yeah. Absolutely. I offer. I told my husband I wanted to put my tree up, and he said not until Thanksgiving. Bah humbug. Well, he is a trooper. He's, he he he, <laughs> he endures uh, Hallmark Friday Saturdays. That's probably Christmas enough for the average person. <laughs> So. Oh, yes, definitely. Well, listener, thank you. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to email us at homeforhallmark at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at homeforhallmark. And special thanks to Emma. Follow her on Instagram at eggnog underscore n underscore chill. So with that, we will be back next week. Same time, same place. And thank you. Goodbye.